It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out of my mind. It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. I'm putting you out, trash day, I'm putting you out of my mind. Now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up the house. Taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage. <coughs> it starts with some beer, so you shouldn't have fear. Two garbage guys with facts, but they both still have tact. It's that time at last for the best damn podcast. It's Can Crusher Day. Welcome back to Can Crusher Spotlight. Mark Martinez here bringing you all the interviews that we can pack into this podcast. And I'm excited about this interview that we have. It is with an OVW star that is just rocketing, really taking off. Earlier in the year, he was a two-time champ meaning he had the OVW TV champion and the OVW heavyweight championship. And now, recently, he was voted, uh, however you want to say it, number 428 in the top 500 for Pro Wrestling Illustrated. So this guy is making waves across the board. It's dimes. We sit down and we talk about everything, how we got into wrestling, holding two belts. It's, it is a fun interview that we dive into Dimes' life of a professional wrestler. God, we're back. We're back, and I'm so happy to be back. Before we get to the interview, I still want to say thank you for all the love and support that you guys have given me in this tough time. Uh, with the passing of my mom, uh, it's it's been amazing with this podcast to do. Just having people reach out and say, "Hey, we feel sorry for you," uh, and I never talked to you. I haven't even gotten a text from you or anything. But it's just the wrestling community and how much it's a family. And speaking of family, uh, we talk about this a little bit with Dimes, how OVW just continues to grow as a family. And this next, air quotes, class coming out of OVW is ready to take on the world. They really are. But I don't want to spoil the whole interview because I could talk all about it, but you should hear it from Dimes. Dimes is number 428 in the top 500 of PWI. And that interview is coming next after we hear from Al Snow about Collar and Elbow. Guys, if you want to order all these great wrestling gear from Collar and Elbow, type in Can Crushers at the end in the little promo box. You'll get an extra 10% off. Can Crushers, capital C A N, capital C R U S H E R S. Can Crushers. And you'll get 10% off your order. That's anything that you order. Plus, it helps give back to this podcast. So you're saving some money. You're kicking them some our way. And you're getting some great gear. So here comes Al. We'll dive in to the interview with Dimes right after this. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. 
the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. And welcome back to Can Crushers. I'm so excited to have this guy on the show. Not only was he a former TV title holder at OVW and a former heavyweight champion at OVW, at the same time, he is now number 428 in PWI's top 500 of the year. Welcome to Can Crushers Dimes. Yeah. Hey, what's up? How's he doing? Doing well. Uh, out of both of those accolades, before we rewind, what which one do you like better? That you held two belts at one time or being recognized at number 428 uh, in the... Oh, man. Yeah, uh, that's tough, man. I don't know. I think um, I would probably have to say being uh, the double champ at OVW. Because if you look at the list of people who have, you know, been heavyweight champion at OVW, you know, there's a lot of successful people in there. Uh, guys like Brock Lesnar and uh, Leviathan, who are, you know, is Batista. So, you know, the list of people who have had both of those championships is, you know, way shorter. So to be in that elite group there is really exciting. Um you know, not to say that being on the PWI 500 wasn't exciting also. You know, when I first got the news, I thought it was a joke because somebody had sent it to me. And I thought, well, there's no way. They're, they're just messing with me. But now I, you know, I bought the issue or whatever. And then uh, yeah, I saw myself on there. So that was, you know, they're both equally exciting. But I think that the bigger accomplishment at this point is being the double champ at OVW. You know, I, being 428, I would have to agree. I mean, your number can go up, but a double champ yeah. doesn't happen often. Uh, before we rewind, you know, look at how big it did for Becky Two Belts. You know, it was just amazing. Yeah, so, yeah. which was Absolutely, a copy yeah. off of you? Which was a copy off of you? Yeah, I know. I'm still waiting on that residual check, but, you know, I don't know how long I'll be waiting. Right. All right. So let's yeah. re let's rewind. Who introduced you to this crazy business of professional wrestling? Um. Well, uh, I always started watching wrestling when I was uh, younger, like most wrestling fans do. Um, and uh, you know, some of the early people I remember are The Rock. Um, I remember when I I went to a babysitter when I was younger after school and. The whole house there was big fans of The Rock or Stone Cold, and they would have, uh, you know, Stone Cold pictures and The Rock blankets and stuff like that. So that's when I kind of first was uh, exposed to wrestling. But when I really started getting into it was probably fourth or fifth grade, um, around 2004 and 2005. Um, so I, I remember one of the first people I saw was John Cena, and I was pretty much hooked immediately. Um, and he's still one of my favorite wrestlers to this day, so... 
that's a good favorite to have. One, because the longevity that he has had in the business, and two, for what he does for the business, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of funny. Like you, When you first saw him, he was rapping and stuff, and now, you know, 15 years later, he's in, you know, big Hollywood movies. So you, you never know what uh, where wrestling can take you. Yeah, for sure. So who actually gave you that push to get into the business then? Was it, you know, mom, dad, a cousin saying, you know, you're, you're beating all our furniture up or you're beating the neighbor's kids up. Maybe you should go into wrestling. Well, um, I didn't really make the decision until after I was done with college a few years ago. But it, I knew it was something that I always wanted to do um, because, like, when I was younger, I would wrestle in my backyard. You know, we had a trampoline and we turned it into a wrestling ring and, uh, we would have the little foam belts that you could buy at Target and Walmart, and we'd wrestle each other for the, you know, WWE Heavyweight Championship. Um, so I knew it was something that I always wanted to do, but um, well, I don't know. I guess I didn't think it was realistic, and I went to school and everything, and um, I hated working, you know, a real job, I guess, so to speak. So I decided to uh, start wrestling. So, and, uh, you know, I had amateur wrestled for – um, I think like nine or 10 years before that. So, you know, I had a little bit of experience and I missed being part of like an organized, you know, sport, I guess, and being around, you know, other guys and stuff. So, um, you know, it, it just kind of came naturally, really. Did you amateur wrestling in college? Uh, no, I chose not to. I, I, uh, I mean, I wasn't, you know, very heavy anyway, and I hated cutting weight, um, just a lot of stuff that went into it. And I was just kind of burnt out um, even in high school, but I kept with it in high school and, um, you know, I just kind of stuck with it uh, just to kind of do it. Um, but, um, you know, even in high school, I kind of knew that I wanted to be a professional wrestler, like before practice, uh, me and some of my friends would, you know, give, have like wrestling matches in our wrestling room. Um, you know, giving each other, like, the people's elbow and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's something that I always knew that I wanted to do. I just, uh, you know, I I don't know. I didn't really think about it until two, I was a little bit older. Two things out of that story. Um, actually, yeah. actually, three. One, I'm jealous that, you know, your era had the real titles that, you know, Walmart or tar Target that were selling. You never had to make a title out of, like, a pizza box or uh, anything, right? Yeah. yeah. So you, I'm jealous right, of that. Yeah. yeah. Two, um, yeah, did your coach, your wrestling coach, give you slack saying, you know, hey, Dime, stop dicking around. Uh, we got, air quotes, real wrestling to do right now, and you're doing this fancy other stuff. Did you get in trouble beforehand? Uh, no, as long as nobody got hurt, like we were fine, but, um, I can remember one match specifically that I lost in high school because I tried to like put on a show, I guess. And the final score was like 18 to 21, which, you know, in high school wrestling is like a huge score. So, you know, sometimes I kind of risked it just to, you know, try to look cool or, um, you know, put on a show, I guess, and make it exciting for other people. Nice. Nice. I, I could yeah. see you doing that, too. Getting to know you a little bit, I could see you actually doing that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So before you came to OVW, you actually trained elsewhere as well, right? Um, As far as professional wrestling, no, I did not. You did? Yeah, just amateur wrestling. 
Okay. So OVW is uh, my first school and, you know, the place that I've kind of made a home. Okay. And why OVW then? Well, um, I am from New Albany, Indiana, which is right across the river from Louisville. And, you know, that I, I think that I'm pretty lucky just in general because, um, you know, OVW is a great school. Um, and, you know, you look at the names that have come through OVW, like I was saying before, like, you know, John Cena, Batista, Randy Orton, uh, Brock Lesnar. And I know those are some of the biggest names, but, you know, uh, in our locker room, we have uh, pictures of probably like 70 people who have gone on to Impact or WWE or Ring of Honor. And it's kind of like uh, people who have graduated, I guess, on to making, you know, a bigger splash. And, uh, you know, guys like Rico or, you know, Kelly Kelly, people like that, they're all over the wall. So um, I thought that OVW was my best opportunity to make myself the biggest success that I could be. And especially with Al Snow um, coming in, um, you know, things are a lot different and uh, I'm learning a lot more under him. Yeah, guys, he's not lying about all the pictures. Uh, I've been back in that locker room, and it's unbelievable the who's who. I mean, you know the big names, but if you step back and you're like, oh, man, I forgot, and it's just, it's it's a, how can I put it? It's almost like a wrestling hall of fame in that locker room, right? Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, we, we produced a whole class of, you know, superstars that are you know out of this world and they're still wrestling you know guys like cena and uh lesnar are still you know main event people when they want to wrestle so right um yeah so it was an easy choice i thought for me to make so let's talk about some of your trainers you know because i i know the way and if you continue to listen to can crushers you guys know that there's like three training uh aspects of ovw but let's talk about some of your trainers who is your first trainer uh, so my first trainer was actually Matt Capitelli, and uh, I was lucky enough to have him uh, before he passed away. Um, and I was in the last, like, real class where he could kind of uh, work with us and stuff before he was too sick to, uh, you know, keep going. But, uh, yeah, he was my first trainer. And then, um, you know, after my couple months with him, uh, I've been training with Rip Rogers ever since, and he is uh, quite the experience. I, I was just going to bring up the difference between – you know, Matt, Rip, and Al, because yeah. they're, they're feeding you all the same information, but it's just regurgitated a different way, correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, they, were, they all give you very good information. It's just uh, the way they deliver it. Um, so, like, the difference between Matt and Rip is, like, you know those cartoons where you have, like, the devil and the angel on the shoulders? It would be kind of like that. Because Rip has, like, the dirtiest mouth of anybody that you'll ever meet. And then Matt was, like, the nicest person I've ever met. So, um, yeah, it is kind of funny. And then you brought up Al. You know, uh, it's about two years now, let's just round, that he's bought OVW. And he is moving boulders, bringing OVW back to the forefront uh, how how is that experience being in the locker room? I mean, we can bring up everybody's names, Smooth and Cali and King's Ransom, but how how do you love that this class that you guys are right now are taking over more or less? Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, you know, uh, I, I take it as a big challenge because I think that we 
we know how good we can be and it's just a matter of building it up. You know, uh, we do have as much talent as any roster, I think. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, Smooth and Cali, but even guys like, you know, Randall Floyd, Tony Gunn, Dustin Jackson, myself, um, all people that are going to be stars, I think, uh, Megan Bain. Um, so I think it's just a matter of getting that exposure and building ourselves up to the point where we are as big as, you know, Evolve and some of the bigger independent names. Um, and, you know, we can, I think that we can outdraw like Ring of Honor and we can have better shows than Ring of Honor. So um, I think that we can be on that tier. It's just a matter of getting there. And I know that it's a slow process, but I think everybody in the back is very excited about it. And um, we're very hungry to, you know, become that successful. Yeah, and this piggybacks my next question in two parts again. You know, one with the OVW Network. You know, you guys are now live in Louisville, but the OVW Network for only four ninety nine a month is everywhere. You know, OVW is just, yeah. it's a national product now with that network. And two, uh, partnered with Impact again. So that's both huge that at any time Scott DeMore can come into Davis Arena and say, hey, Dimes. I need you for three shows. Let's go to Canada. All of this is pretty amazing. Yeah, it's really exciting um, because when I first got there, you know, we weren't partnered with um, Impact anymore. Um, You know, we were still a wrestling school, but it was kind of like, what's my end goal here? But now um, with Impact there, with the OVW network, um, you know, the possibilities are really endless. Um, You know, we can be as successful as we want to be now, in my opinion. Yeah, and you guys are coming off of a couple big shows, and I'm just going to rewind to all of them. Uh, Clash in the Blue Glass, the Fort Knox show, you just did uh, 4th Street Live, and then the announcement of, I'm going to blow where it's at, but it's the Nightmare Cup coming back uh, in October as well. So, you know, you guys are putting together, air quotes, pay-per-view quality wrestling again, and it's... Huge, right? Those are just your big shows. Yeah, those are just our big shows, but it seems like now we're having a big show almost every month um, with, you know, great lineups. Um, All of our best wrestlers are out there. And uh, you were talking about the Nightmare Cup. That's our next uh, big show. And that is at the Bourbon Hall in Louisville, Kentucky, and that'll be on October 29th. Um, So that's like our next big show. Um, And that's towards the end of the month. So, um, yeah, I mean, it does seem like we have quite a a few big shows, but um, I think that's just uh, just, uh, our trajectory right now. It seems like every show gets better and better. Um, You know, we've had two Fourth Street shows. Um, The one a year ago was uh, last October, I believe. Um, We had over 1,000 people, and I believe that the latest one a couple weeks ago, we had even more than that. And... um, the good thing is about it is that on 4th Street, you get a lot of people going down there for the restaurants or the bars, and they don't realize that we're still in Louisville, that OVW is still here. So it's good for them to come by and they ask, you know, hey, when's the wrestling show? And we could say, hey, it's on uh, Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock on WBNA in Louisville, or, uh, you know, I can plug the uh, OVW network. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, opportunity for us in Louisville, I think, now. There, there sure is. There sure is. Let's uh, rewind back to you again, though, real quick. 
This is where I make my comparison, and I usually fail miserably, but I think I might have you uh, right on the money, no pun intended. Um, so my question is going to be, who is Dimes? But I don't want you to answer until I give you my, my comparison. Um, with your with your size and the way you move around the ring, we've seen it. I, I, I know you're going to know this one for sure. Um, I compare you to Rey Mysterio Jr. You wore a mask for a little bit. That really didn't have anything to do with it. But on the other end, <laughs> you have a lot of mannerisms. The way when you do talk and you have to stand up to smooth, um, maybe not in stature, but uh, like I said, mannerisms. I put you as the rock, too. Like you can talk. When you need to get your point across and you want to either be an ass or comic relief, you're that damn yeah. good, Smooth. Uh, I mean, Dimes. Yeah. No, man, I've actually uh, I've heard the Ray Mysterio one before, but I've never thought of The Rock. Uh, and I've never heard The Rock either. But that's a, that's a huge compliment because to me, you know, he's one of the best talkers ever. But I, I get what you're saying because I do think that I'm, you know, uh, funny – I think I'm funny. I don't know. Other people probably don't, but, um, but yeah, I mean, and at the same time I can stand up to smooth. I don't care if he's, you know, six foot six or whatever. I mean, I can move around with anybody in that ring and I've proven I can beat anybody. So, um, yeah, I do think that those are two good comparisons, but it is kind of funny. Like the two, uh, differences there. So you're saying I might've got this one, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't ever really like try to be the rock, I guess, but, um, you know, he, he is uh, one of the best stalkers and I do love watching his promos. Um, so some guys that I like to watch now are, um, like Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. And I try to take a little bit of what they do and, you know, put my own little spin on it. So, uh, you know, if, if, uh, if that goes through too, then, uh, you know, even better. Yeah, both of those guys are pretty good talkers, too. He, he, he really is a huge Adam Cole fan. I like Gargano. Um, I just think he needs yeah. a, something else, and I'm probably in the lowest percentage of saying that, but uh, Adam Cole uh, is definitely my favorite on NXT. Yeah, me too. I, I like his uh, cocky attitude. It kind of reminds me of myself a little bit. And, um, you know, he's not the biggest dude either, but uh, he's proven that he can beat anybody and he can be the champ too. So um, that's kind of why I like him. While we're on that, uh, you said you watched those guys, you know, for NXT. Who else do you watch? Like, how about on Raw? Who do you like in SmackDown? And, and how much wrestling are you watching? Um, well, I watch uh, quite a bit of wrestling, um, but it's not always Raw and SmackDown. Uh, sometimes I just kind of find those two a little bit boring and a little bit repetitive. Thank you. But um, <laughs> people that I like on there, yeah, people that I like on there, um, I love what they're doing with The Fiend on uh, Raw. I think he's, you know, one of the cooler characters. Um, uh, I would say Chad Gable. I like him because he was a amateur wrestler. Um you know, guys like Randy Orton. Um, and then uh, one of my favorite wrestlers is AJ Styles. Um, you know, I loved I loved him in TNA back in 2005 when I first started watching wrestling. Um, you know, I had his action figures and all that stuff. Um, so he's one of the people that I watched there. And then I'll watch a little bit of, like, New Japan or um, AEW also. And um, guys in there that I like to watch are, like, Will Ospreay. Um, 
I know I'm not nearly as athletic as him, but I do try to take some of his stuff and, you know, throw it into mine. Um, and then AEW, I love uh, Cody. Um, Cody's a big uh, idol to me. Um, just the idea that he would turn down, you know, such a big contract and say, hey, you know, I think that I'm good enough that I can do this on my own. Um, you know, I, I do really respect that, and I like that, and I think it's impressive what he's been doing, um, you know, with AEW and when he was in New Japan and Ring of Honor, and he kind of showed, you know, hey, I'm a bigger star than you guys are giving me credit for. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, those are some of the guys that I like, yeah. For sure about Cody. We'll talk, we'll talk about this real quick. Um, dirt sheets, and I know you can't really follow the dirt sheets all the time, but he's already in talks of getting his second show on another network. His first show hasn't even oh, aired really? yet, and he's already ballsy enough to say, I can start a second show someplace else. And you know what? He's one that can, yeah. right? Yeah, I think that he can. I mean, he's shown, you know, he went out and said, hey, I think that I'm better than the way you guys are treating me, and uh, I'm going to prove it. And he went out and proved it. Um, you know, he was a star in Ring of Honor. He was a star in Japan, and now he's back in the United States um, starting his very own show. So, uh, yeah. Uh, pretty impressive, I think. Do you go back in time and watch anybody from the 80s? Because um, I could also see you, at times I think you're a great talker in the ring. I, I could see you also being like an Arn Anderson, who was one of my favorite people to listen to or cut a promo. Do you go back that far and watch any of those guys? Um, I do go back and watch a little bit of that because uh, they do stuff so differently than what you see now. Um, and, you know, if I really want to be as good as I think that I can be, I can't just go out there and copy, uh, you know, Adam Cole or somebody like that because there's already an Adam Cole in NXT. So I have to be the first dimes, not the second Adam Cole. Um, so I do steal stuff from the 80s. Like um, I watch a lot of Ric Flair promos. I think that he's one of the better uh, talkers. Um, Randy Savage. Uh, you know, some of the legends like that. Um, and then uh, Dusty Rhodes, um, you know, some of the big names there. Right. And you brought up stealing. Um, that's actually probably not the right word. I'll correct you on that because, you know, wrestling storylines repeat themselves, you know, 10 years down the line, you'll <laughs> yeah. see this. So it's not really stealing if you're taking something from the 80s. You're, uh, you're paying homage yeah, to them, right? That's true. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I would never steal from anybody. I'm just uh, showing my respect, I guess. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You shouldn't steal. Come on, children, listen to this. Dimes, you're a good guy. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not stealing, just paying homage. All right. So one of the big things I want to talk about with you, because you were in the forefront of it back in May, you competed in the first ever OVW Combine, and that has yep. put shockwaves around wrestling industry. OVW has been copied by uh, countless organizations now. Um, let's first talk about that day. Did you expect it to be that intense? Um, I, uh, it wasn't intense as far as like physically, it wasn't really too bad because I trained really hard for it. Um, and my uh, best friend is actually a trainer and he has made me, um, you know, he, he has made me fitness plans and stuff like that to help me out. So he really helped me. Um, and I felt like that day I performed pretty well physically, but it was hard mentally. Um, 
because I do get a little anxious before stuff like that, like even before matches and stuff. It's not that like I'm nervous that I'll, you know, do something wrong or that I'm not good enough. It's more, I just have like nervous energy. Like I want to do it. Like I'm ready to go. And um, yeah, I would say that day, that's what, you know, was the hardest. And also we had a um, SNS that night too. So it was a pretty long day. It was a really long day. It wasn't pretty. I was yeah. down there. It was a long night. It sure was. Yeah, yeah. So what has changed for you since, you know, the Combine? What What do you do different now? Because I know you're getting uh, every month, every two months or whatever it be, uh, a grading sheet, let's call it that, saying, hey, Dimes, you know, you need to work on your strut. or And it's not really that stuff, guys. But, you know, yeah. you know what? how has that helped you? Um, well, it's given me some stuff to work on. Um, so in the past few months, uh, before the latest Fourth Street show, I was uh, training with my best friend, Luke, and he gave me a fitness plan that made me a lot more explosive. And um, I specifically asked to, to make my chest bigger, and my bench went up 15 pounds my max bench. So, you know, working on stuff like that, um, you know, I kind of knew what I needed to work on just in general. I mean, I'm not the best wrestler yet. I'm not the biggest or anything like that. So I know that I have to lift more and I need to get in the ring as much as I can. So, um, yeah, just stuff like that. And then, uh, yeah, we did have like a metric grading sheet. Um, so, you know, having it out in front of me and literally, you know, the score is, how you perform so it does tell you what you need to work on so yeah i do uh appreciate the uh the combine for showing me you know what i can improve in so you were not sour note now you are not one of the ones chosen for the scholarship does that push you more for next year's combine saying damn it i know what i'm doing i'm part of this roster and i'm taking one of those spots next year <laughs> yeah um so I'm a big uh, chip on the shoulder type of person. And, uh, you know, I'm the type to remember somebody sliding me in fifth grade or something. So, yeah, this isn't going to be something that I forget. Um, and that's real. Um, that's as real as it gets. I mean, next year, yeah, I'm going to go into the combine expecting to get one, get a scholarship just like I uh, expected to get one this year. And, uh, you know, I guess we'll see how it goes next year. Shifting gears, you were just part of a $100,000 ladder match with a plethora of people. Um, I watched the match on the network and unbelievable, but uh, how did you prepare for that? Was that your first ladder match ever? That was my first ladder match, hardcore match, anything like that. Like, I mean, I've never been hit by a chair or a ladder or anything. And uh, actually, like, as we're speaking right now, I still have a bruise um, on my shoulder from Ace Austin hitting me with a ladder. So it was uh, it was pretty painful, and I didn't really know how to prepare for it. Um, it wasn't like I was going to, you know, in my off time, get in the ring and jump off a ladder to you know, figure out how to do it. Um, so... Um, it wasn't the easiest thing to prepare for. Um, I just got myself in the best shape that I possibly could and, um, you know, went out um, and tried my best, really. But, yeah, that, that was a, a very intense match, uh, not just uh, being out on 4th Street and being live on TV for the first time, but my first ever ladder match also. So are you going to sign up for some more ladder matches? 
uh, hey, man, if it's for $100,000, I'll sign up for just about any match. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Putting putting feuds aside, uh, you brought up Ace Austin. OVE was also in that match as well, um, and everybody knows them. You know they're on Impact. They're 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 a national brand just themselves. Uh, backstage, did you pick their ear at all, saying, "Hey, Ace, da 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 da," anything? Uh, no, I didn't really talk to uh, OVE all that much. Um, you know, most of the times they're just doing run-ins. Um, but uh, I think one day uh, when I get called up to Impact, uh, Ace and um, Madman Fulton are two people that I would like to have matches with. Um, you know, I, I got to have a little bit of experience with them in the latter match, but um, I've never wrestled them um, other than that. So uh, that is something that I'm looking forward to. Nice. So we, we talked about a little bit of Raw and SmackDown, how it's bland, and then NXT and everything, but what's your favorite storyline going on now kind of across the board? It can be New Japan. It can be anything. Um, we're a big, big supporter of everything the women are doing. Like, Sasha and Bailey are killing it right now. Uh, that's yeah. where we are. But what what is something that you are going to focus on? And I know you mentioned Bray, so stay away from that because everybody in the world's watching Bray. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I know that they don't have TV yet, um, AEW, but I think that what I'm most excited for when it eventually happens is going to be MJF and Cody. Cause it's so obvious that MJF is just kind of a douchebag that's using Cody and Cody <laughs> doesn't really know yet. So <laughs> I'm excited for when that blows up um, in both of their faces. So I think that that'll be a good uh, storyline. Do you watch MLW with MJF and the dynasty at all? I do not, but I know that that's where he kind of, you know, picked up his steam. And I know that um, some guys who have come through OBW, like Brian Pillman uh, Jr., um, are on MLW. And I know that sometimes they have, like, Ace Austin and guys like that on there. But, no, I don't really watch very much MLW. It's it's good. Uh, just putting putting everything aside, it's good. You should uh, check it out because some of the guys on there, even the older guys, you're like, damn, they can still actually go. And uh, WWE yeah. has held them back for so long. Uh-huh. So yeah, have to check it out. What are your goals in five years? Um, well, uh, first, I think that I want to build OBW into as big of a program as possible. Um, and also, I think one last time I need to win the heavyweight championship. Um, I know it sounds silly, but the first time I won it, people thought it was a fluke or an accident. And uh, I want to prove to people that it was completely not an accident. And uh, I can beat Tony Gunn. I can beat Justin Smooth or whoever you put out there. Um, but outside of OBW, I mean, you know, sure, I would love to wrestle for AEW or Impact or WWE. Um, so, you know, in the next five years, um, you know, hopefully you'll see me on another channel, I guess. Right. Uh, just to push the envelope a little bit, if there's one person you could take that OVW Heavyweight Championship from, uh, just naming one, who would you like to slap them in the mouth and take the title from? Oh, it would be Smooth. Justin Smooth. I, I don't like him. I don't know if anybody in the back likes him. He's cocky. He's arrogant. I mean, he's a little bit like me, but on a what much worse scale. 
Uh, he cheats to win every match despite being bigger than everybody. So, yeah, that's who I want to beat. Um, and I know I can do it. I just need the opportunity. Um, I had a chance in an SNS, but it was in a triple threat match, and I thought that I should still get a one-on-one, and I still think I should get a one-on-one match. So, you know, if I could take it from anybody, uh, it would definitely be him. And I would add that you should have a different referee because just being the mark that I am, Daniel Spencer always seems to linger around when Smooth is around and (laughs) something messes up because of Spencer. I'm just saying. Ask for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. And I I give him a hard time about it, too. Uh, Because I don't know. I don't know about that guy. Right? He's a little bit bit weird. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, I don't listen to his podcast, either. Nice. Good. Thank you. Um, He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. So... In time, this is length of your career. You know, Dimes is now with a walker and telling his grandchildren everything. What's the dream match that you want to tell your grandkids about? But wait, there's stipulations to this. Where do you want it to be? Who do you want it to be against? And what kind of match? Oh, man, I feel like I've answered this so many different times. Um, but, uh, and in different ways each time it always changes. But, um, I mean, where I would want it to be, I would say WrestleMania. Uh, that's like the main goal. I think of anybody who wants to wrestle is to wrestle at WrestleMania. Um, and as far as like an active wrestler, I guess I would have to say, you know, Adam Cole, I think he would be a good, uh, heel to me as a baby face. Um, so Adam Cole at WrestleMania and, let's say a uh, Iron Man match. Nice, nice. Uh, I'll have to call Britt Baker and uh, see if we can set this up because I kind of know them. Um, throwing my, my business yeah. around a little bit. Maybe Britt can uh, send Adam down to OVW and you can get that one off and then make it to WrestleMania together because that would be amazing. Yeah, he can come down to OVW. I'll go to NXT and then we'll do the third match at AEW. See? Look at you. You're already marketing it yourself. <laughs> yeah, look at that. So you've been, would in, be awesome. you've been in the business a bit. Uh, what are you telling the kids that just went through the combine that are going to say, hey, Dimes, can you give me any information about the wrestling business? What advice are you giving them? Oh, man. Um I would just tell them to, you know, work hard, keep showing up and uh, wait your turn. And eventually, you know, you're going to get your turn um, and you're going to get an opportunity and you have to make the best of it. Um, I feel like that's what I did. Nobody expected me to uh, become television champion and nobody expected me to become, you know, our heavyweight champion. But those opportunities came to me and I took the best of every opportunity. And now, um, you know, I'm a much bigger name than when I started. Um, you know, when I started, I never thought that I would be in the PWI top 500 or, you know, even scratching the main event of OVW and, you know, it's main event and SNS and to be the champion and everything like that, um, is really exciting, but it didn't come by accident. Um, you know, I did have to work hard. I had to show up to train, um, you know, even when I didn't want to, um, and you have to kind of take your lumps at first. And then when you finally get your opportunity, you have to take, you know, full advantage of it. So I think that's what I would tell them. 
has there been any hiccups in your career that you've been like, oh, damn, this put me on the, the shelf, not being injured or anything? You know, just something that you had to take a step back and regroup from? Um, yeah, when I got suspended for uh, accidentally hitting the camera person, it was very frustrating because I wanted to wrestle and I wanted to be out there. Um, you know, I wanted to be in the main event um, instead of, you know, whoever. Um, I remember I missed our 100th SNS that I was supposed to main event. Um, I ordered new gear and everything for it. So that was really frustrating. And that took a, uh, um, you know, a little while to deal with, I guess, and to get over. But, um, yeah, I think I'm over it now. Um, but, you know, that was something that was really frustrating for me was to get suspended. And is there anywhere you're going in the near future besides OVW? Are you spreading your wings and going across the pond, a river, uh, doing some shows in Indiana? Are you, are you branching out? This is your time to tell us what else is up with dimes. Oh, no, man. Um, I'm only interested in OVW right now. Um, you know, if a place like impact, um, or NXT were to call me, then yeah, I would go over there. But, um, for right now, I think that, you know, OVW is the best around. Um, we have live TV, you know, we have weekly television. Um, we're doing big shows. So, you know, OVW is the place for me, and I don't really see myself leaving to go anywhere else right now. Nice. All right, Dimes, uh, tell everybody where they can follow you on social media and so on and so forth. Okay, so I'm on Instagram and Twitter. And my handle is at Dimes Wrestling, that's D-I-M-E-S Wrestling. Um, I also have like a fan page on Facebook, um, but my main ones are Instagram and Twitter. Um, and then we have uh, the big show at the end of October at the Bourbon Hall in Louisville uh, for the Nightmare Cup. So everybody come check that out. And uh, next week we are actually going live on TV uh, starting every Tuesday. We're moving from Wednesday to Tuesday, so and that'll start next week. And that's actually kind of, we said paying homage to the old time when uh, OVW was on Tuesdays all the time anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, hopefully maybe one day we'll be back at the Louisville Gardens. You never know, going back to uh, paying homage. Right, that would be spectacular. It really would. All right, Dimes, um, that's about it. You, you have anything else you want to throw Chad Miller or Al Snow under the bus? Uh, anything? <laughs> uh, no, man, uh, definitely not a good idea. Not something I think I want to do. So. Damn it. I under- uh, both of them are great guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like them both. I understand the Al Snow one, but, God, I wish somebody would poke at Chad one time. One time. I hope somebody says something. Nah, he's all right. I like him. He's, cool. he's a good guy. All right, Dimes, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll let you go. Thanks for stopping by Can Crushers, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. So how about that? I'm actually getting better at predicting who the wrestlers are. Or you're just stroking my ego a little bit. But, of course, you see Rey Mysterio in dimes the speed the quickness the height the size ta da 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 all that stuff we see it plus he wore a mask for a little bit but but the rock does anybody else see the rock with me dimes does he he jumped on my bandwagon and said 
oh man, yeah, I see that a little bit with the, the cockiness and the way he talks and just the way he comes across. So yeah, how about that? We're starting off right now saying one for one. Everything in the past was exhibition. So we're going one for one is I predicted uh, Dimes' Rey Mysterio and The Rock. Unbelievable. Uh, guys, I, I really hope you get on the OVW Network and check out Dimes. Or if you're down in Louisville, you watch them week in and week out. You go to the shows. You support OVW. 428 on the top 500 of wrestling. Guys, this is nothing just to shake a stick at. This is There's millions and millions of wrestlers out there. To be number 428 says that he is putting his uh, fingerprints, footmarks, however you want to say it, on the wrestling business. He is noted now in that PWI that he's going to go somewhere. It's unbelievable what he has done in the short amount of time and just staying true with OVW, you know trained by Matt Capitelli and Rip Rogers and now hanging out with Al Snow and seeing what OVW is doing. He wants to be part of this that puts OVW back on the big scale. You know, we've talked about it now for about a year, year and a half with Al, how he just is taking boulders and pushing them out of the way, and Dimes wants to be part of that. I asked him, hey, are you going anywhere else? And he's like, no, why Why would I go anywhere else unless Impact or NXT or, you know, the mega brands call him. OVW, if you want to put the, the tag of independent on it, whatever, you can. But you can go back and listen to some Al Snow's interviews across the board and he doesn't really say they're independent they are a mega show are they going to have the funds and everything to compete maybe with on the same scale as a wwe uh whatever everybody has their own opinion on that but what he's doing for wrestling is he's making this class again a dime said it himself Orton, Batista, Cena, the list. You guys know OVW by now. And if you haven't, you've lived in a van down by the river or underneath a rock or something. This class is going to do it. Everybody is starting to spread their wings. And you can see it from all the pay-per-views. You can say that OVW is putting on 4th Street Live or Christmas Chaos or... Clash in the Bluegrass, where it was, you know, worked with Impact Wrestling, or their SNSs. It just continues to grow month in, month out, week in, week out, damn day in, day out. Everything is just continuing to build, and now the Nightmare Cup um, is going to be amazing. It really is. <sighs> Another great show. Four Can Crushers, another great spotlight that had dimes on. But again, nobody wants to throw Al Snow, which I understand, or Chad Miller under the bus. Come on, somebody. Um, I just want to say thanks to those guys for you know providing everything for Can Crushers. They've uh, partnered with us, and it's been great where here's wrestlers. Talk to them. Let, let's get them out there and 
so on and so forth. But this is where I ask you, Can Crusher Nation, if there's somebody you want to hear from, you know, we'll try. We will reach out to these wrestlers um, and say, hey, come on, you know, let, let's talk to some of your fans. Tell us some of the stories that's going on with whoever we're talking to at that time. So continue to support. Uh, don't forget, head over to Collar and Elbow and buy some great gear and type in Can Crushers when you check out as it'll save you money and it'll kick some our way too, which is always nice for a podcast. But remember, just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's called a garbage can, not a garbage cannot. See you guys Sunday. <laughs>